Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationship with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. All right, we are back, and this is the Table in Well podcast. This is episode number 61. Welcome back. Yes, and we are going to continue our discussion mm-hmm. about um, our response to the Mars Hill podcast that came out, the rise and fall of Mars Hill that Christianity Today um, produced. And um, we're just going to keep the conversation going. Yeah. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about like what's next. Yeah. Uh, we ended the last podcast with just really the question, like, what do you do when you find out or that when you begin to notice or you become aware that you may be in a narcissistic community with narcissistic mm-hmm. leaders? Like, what's the next step? Right. What happens? And so let's as we talk about that, we're going to look at what happened at Mars Hill. Mm-hmm. And then we're just going to talk about um, ways to move past that and to continue to grow and to heal from that as well. Right. Yeah, so where we wanted to start was just talking about Mark Driscoll and what would have happened. He ended up resigning, mm-hmm. but what would have happened if he stayed? Could they, ha- they have made it yeah. work? It's really interesting it's in the question. podcast. They yeah. actually talk about that. It was the full intention of the leadership for him to stay, to get him to stay. Yeah, to bring and, him back. He was going to go on a little um, leave or sabbatical, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. And then the, the full intention was to bring him back on as the leader, as a senior pastor. Yes, which is crazy if you think about it. But that was what they were intending on doing. And then, or is it crazy? Oh, good question. <laughs> uh, regardless, he ended up resigning. Yes. So let's say he didn't do that. Let's okay. say he went on sabbatical. He comes back. Um, they try to keep him within the church, or they try to keep him within leadership. Is that? Is that a realistic option when you have a narcissist leading an organization? Mm-hmm. We're talking about the church; could be yeah. a variety of organizations. Yeah, does it work to keep them in place and begin to work on changing and transforming their narcissism? Well, unfortunately, no. That it's not possible. Um, and some of the reasoning for that is usually when you have a narcissistic leadership that's leading a community. Nine times out of ten, that community is also very immature. Right. And so they don't have the tools to be able to mm-hmm. navigate that situation. And for a narcissist to come back and try to lead something that he's already led, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Cause he's in desperate need of healing. Yes. Right. We know that narcissistic tendencies, especially to the degree that we observed in the case study of Mars Hill, there is mental health care that's needed at that point in yeah. order for real change to happen. Yeah. And the only way for a narcissist or someone with narcissistic tendencies to learn a different way is for them to experience a different way. Right. Which looks like because we know and and have talked about that narcissism or narcissistic tendencies are just evidence of immaturity, mm-hmm. severe immaturity. Yes. So we're talking, let's go all the way back to infancy and start over in our maturity skills. Mm hmm which we do with perfectly healthy people and right. they learn and all hard. kinds of yeah. stuff, you yeah. know, yeah. we've learned exactly. all kinds of stuff that, um, 
that we were like, we're not, we weren't narcissists, but boy, oh boy, we had a lot of gaps that we learned we had to heal mm-hmm. from. But you, you take someone with narcissistic tendencies and we have to do some very deep healing attachment work yeah. and go back and do that. One, the le- narcissistic leader needs to be willing to do that. First right, of all, absolutely. Second of all, they need people who are healthy enough to navigate that with them. Yes. It would take a very strong people and a very strong and mature community to make that possible for someone who has lived in narcissistic tendencies, period. It could not happen within an immature community, nevertheless, the same immature community. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, it just can't it can't happen. It's it's the lack of was what we've talked about in our previous podcast where you have just unhealthy soil. Mm -hmm. You've got the, the foundation of that body is not healthy mm-hmm. and it's not maturing. And so it just can't, it, it's, it's nearly impossible. It's well, it's not possible. Well, you're just going to keep reproducing. Repro- and we yeah. talked about in our other podcasts um, or the previous podcast to this yeah. is that if we're not careful and we, in this situation, uh, let's say Mars Hill wanted to continue forward when Mark, uh, Mark Driscoll resigned there's a very high likelihood they would have found another narcissist mm-hmm. to put in its place, right? Be, put in his place because of the unhealthy soil. In we the culture, have, yes. We have a bunch of immature people who need leadership, mm-hmm. and they will find someone who will lead them in that way to meet their infant needs. Because yeah. oftentimes we're talking, the body itself has infant child needs. Yes. And we've risen an infant to lead us, which is such a scary thing. But this happens over and over and over again. Mars Hill is just, like we said, yeah. one of many case studies. And and I think there's something to be said here, too, about the reality of of abuse and what mm-hmm. it looks like yeah. when we end up in a trauma bond with someone. We talked about trauma bonds the last podcast and essentially what was going on in Mars Hill and the and the leadership and the followers of Mars Hill is that there was a trauma bond going on and they were trauma bonded to, to Mark. They were mm-hmm. trauma bonded to the leadership to team, each the other. Leadership, to each other. And they would have recreated that much like women do in abusive relationships, mm-hmm. that when they're very used to a chaotic trauma bond and a very dysfunctional relationship style, dysfunctional attachment style, you go back, you, you go back. we're human. Yeah. We go back you, to what go to we know is normal and comfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, Even when we know it's terrible and toxic for us, yeah. we find ourselves there yet again. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's I mean, for some, for, for people that may not quite understand that or get that, Think of it as even with in foster care, we were foster parents. Mm-hmm. And so you would have foster kids that would see a new normal. They would see something completely different than what they grew up in, where, mm-hmm. where, where they had abusive mom, abusive dad, neglectful, whatever it might be, whatever was normal for them. Mm-hmm. If they're in a place that is now completely opposite of that to where it's healthy, it's growing, it's it's they handle conflict in a very natural way or not natural, but in a, in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. But. At one time or another, that if that foster child gets triggered, then they revert back to what they know to be comfortable because the situation they're in right now isn't comfortable because they can't. Because it's new. It's Gosh, new. we were talking about this last and night. And I don't know what to do with this. And yeah. so I have to just, I, I don't, I, I'm going to self-eject. I'm gone. I'm going to just, you know, and because they don't understand or they can't um, imagine a life a different way. Yes. And we talked about this last night of why don't people choose relational growth or mm-hmm. or the relational path when th- times get hard? Why do we tend to just go right back to the um, 
the automated responses that yeah. we're used to, even though we know the outcomes. Mm-hmm. It's because relationally finding a different way is really, really hard. And, and it involves two parties that have to be going after that as their goal, that yeah. both parties are willing to grow and change. And so if you think about it in the context of Mars Hill, mm-hmm. had Mark come back and the the people who were still there said, okay, let's do this differently. Mark wouldn't have had the capability to change because there's there's lots of deep healing and Mm -hmm. time that would have needed to take place in order for him to be in a different position. And there was lots of time and deep healing that was needed for the body in order for them to be ready to be in any kind of different relationship. Um, And so so unfortunately, in this situation, when narcissistic leadership is in place, unfortunately, the answer is that they cannot stay. There is not a way to transform the situation. However, I want to be careful that we make it clear that what we are not saying is, is let's eject them from community and pretend like they're non-existent and, and that's their problem. However, (laughs) there's like a, it's, it's both, it's again, it's a both and as we we were just talking about earlier, it's, it's that it's exactly, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, they need to work on their, on, on their mental health and their emotional health and their maturity and their relational health. Yeah. Health. (laughs) Absolutely. And it is their problem and it is their, um, their work, their work to do. But on the other side of that same token, it's also our work to do Mm -hmm. for ourselves. ourselves. How did we end up in this relationship in the first place? Yeah. And I think about a marriage and this being a very real scenario for many women, even women we know that, Mm -hmm were narcissistic marriages and I'm sure I'm saying man woman obviously it could be flip side too Mm -hmm. but where the husband was a narcissist the wife was the victim of the narcissist but there was a reason why she was still there and there was a reason why he behaved the way he did and both of those issues need to be addressed what we're saying here is that the wife could not have addressed the husband's narcissistic tendencies what we're also saying Mm -hmm. is that in often if you're in a narcissistic marriage, the marriage cannot last. It yeah. just, there's just not possible, but we're not saying that husband becomes this useless human being who doesn't deserve to walk the earth right. or ever have a relationship again. What we're saying is there's a severe brokenness here that needs to be helped, but it cannot be helped by the same people who have suffered abuse by it. Yeah. No, that's just the reality of the situation. That's yeah. this is a hard conversation. It's a hard conversation to have. It's not. There's not a warm fuzzy in the midst of saying that. There just isn't. And, it's a hard reality of of when we face mental health crises. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a mental health crisis. Yeah, and and again, to be careful to say there's narcissistic diagnoses right. and there's narcissistic tendencies. tendencies. Um. We're talking about when narcissistic tendencies begin to damage the body yes, and are used to abuse and wound people mm-hmm. yes. wherever on that wherever continuum, on that spectrum, yeah, right. spectrum yeah. that it that it's going from just, oh, that's a tendency to, oh, my goodness, we have a major mental health issue. Regardless, if they're if it's creating damage in relationship and wounding people and causing trauma the relationship just simply cannot continue. Yeah. So what we would encourage in that situation, the answer isn't like in the marriage. Oh, just go find some nice men, have them surround that husband, keep the marriage together. He'll change. She'll be fine. We'll work it out. 
that's what we want to do as yeah. a body of Christ, right? We want to say, oh, we're going to figure out a way and we're just all going to work together to help bring him healing. Unfortunately, no, that's not it. That's a little bit utopic. We talked yeah, about we this. <laughs> um, well, but he does need help he and help. he does need community in order to change and him being just the the image of like yeah. him being Mark in this case study, but him being that leader who could also be a she. Right. And, and, and just like in any situation too, like we all, like we've said in previous podcasts and we've said a lot is that one transformation and change all that character development, it happens inside of community, mm-hmm. happens inside a healthy community, mm-hmm. but also um, it happens inside healthy, mature community. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different things that have to happen. And so you need to have all of those things in order for there to be a transformation that takes place in the life of the pastor and in the life of the, the people that were wounded. Yes. And, and heal. And and, because we, we, they both need healing. Mm -hmm. And so what, so we've, we've talked about kind of what, what the pastor needs. So in this Mm -hmm. case, Martin Driscoll, like as far as how could he have, what the help that he needed and being surrounded by a healthy community, seeing something different, learning by experiencing, experiencing something mm-hmm. different, um, growing. Yes, narcissists must experience a different way. Yes. They must experience a different attachment and bonding in yes. relationship in order to be able to change. Right. Which is and why the they healthy, have to work through their maturity. Yeah. Which is why the healthy community is needed for that. And the mature right. community is needed for that. So what about the people that are left? What about the, the elder board, the leader board, mm-hmm. the leader team, the staff, the the leaders, the volunteer leaders, the community, the the body. Right. That's Could left. Mars Hill have survived without Mark Driscoll? That's the other question. Yeah. Which in the podcast they talked about really, I think from what I concluded anyway, it sounds like finances is really what what the un, major undoing was. But right. but could they have went on that? Because, I mean, it wasn't one church. It was a platitude of churches could it have went on. And what's interesting about this is that you were talking about how character transformation happens within community. Mm -hmm. Well, and you're talking about healthy community, but it also help happens in unhealthy community character transformation. (laughs) Remember we've talked about um, the example we, we become who we are surrounded by period. Right. And so what had happened in a narcissistic led community is that we have been transformed by the character of the narcissist. Yes. We have some character transformation now that we have to undo mm-hmm. and reshape back toward maturity and back toward health and back toward healthy correction and connection. So how does that come into place when when we can take someone out? We've talked about we can take mm-hmm. some out and, and if we're not careful, we're going to find ourselves going to find another narcissist to put right. in its place. Exactly. Right. So. I think it looks a lot like needing healthy leadership to come into play. And I think it takes well beyond just two people. Yeah. That was going to be my question for you. It's like, how many, like, what, what does that look like? Is it just uh, a senior leader who is healthy, who's mature and he's right. Healthy? Let's say we're the body and we did choose a better leader. Yeah. We're, we're like, okay. Cause the other tendency is to like swing the pendulum. Oh, right. Go complete opposite <laughs> to direction. To find a go- yeah. somebody completely opposite. And unfortunately, no. We, in our conversation outside of this podcast, we talked about what does it look like to try to go run an orphanage as just a couple? If the Lord asked us to go run an orphanage, just you and I, and we get 30 kids who've Mm -hmm. never been in a family. Right. 
it's nearly, and it would be nearly impossible for us to teach them what it's like to operate in healthy family yeah. by it, ourselves. Yeah, because there's no, again, that like we said earlier, you learn by experience and mm-hmm. what you see and how mm-hmm. you, what's modeled in front of you. And so if there is no family to model or to experience, because mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell you, that's like anything, like I can yeah. tell you all day mm-hmm. how to play a video game or whatever, you know, how I can, or how to, Mm -hmm. whatever it might be, anything I can tell you and tell you and tell you, but until you actually see it done and you are experiencing it and you're in the middle of it and you are walking through it and you are enjoying it, making mistakes in it and growing in it, Mm -hmm. it there's practicing the new way and failing while you're practicing. Exactly. The change won't come, which is so interesting in that what we're talking about is in the Mars Hill case study and often in in the identical situations is that it's typically one person right. who has, quote unquote, created this toxic oh, that's, group yes. identity. But like we just said, often it's an immature community that breeds the narcissism itself. Mm-hmm. Right. So in an orphanage, there's going to be a lot of things that are being bred that if you have an unhealthy leader, it only gets multiplied. Right. Is the unhealthy leader responsible for what's being multiplied? Sure, absolutely. But there's two sides to that relational coin of how this is being multiplied. Mm-hmm. And so as much as one person could be blamed as being responsible for creating the toxic narcissistic atmosphere, mm-hmm. There's more than one party at play. Yeah. So if we bring in one party that wants to teach a new way, bring on new culture, bring on new group identity, and the rest of the orphanage right, yep. <laughs> has has its way of knowing how to relate, and there's no one else to model it differently, it's nearly impossible nearly to impossible. change the tide. So yeah. our encouragement in a situation like this, if you find yourself, because this mm-hmm. conversation is, if you find yourself in a our narcissist-led community, community. Yep. what do we do? Yes. If the narcissist, if the narcissistic leader is removed, which they should be, mm-hmm. what do we do when they're gone? The answer is there is a desperate need for you to find two to three mm-hmm. healthy families, couples to model for the community what it looks like to live in a healthy, mature way. So. So I want to ask you, then, is it um, one or two or three healthy families just in general within the orphanage itself, or is it one or two or three healthy families that are coming in to lead the orphanage itself? Oh, this is good. Gosh, it's so painful to even call it an orphanage, <laughs> but unfortunately it's a, it's a, uh, it's an um, apropos it's, analogy. It's a, yeah. But if you think about the way that this works within natural family, we like to talk about, the parallel here because the church is a family. If you have children who recognize that mm-hmm. their parents are unhealthy, okay, they're abusive, they're neglectful, they're unable to operate in a healthy way in relationship, and that child decides, oh, I want to change my parent. I don't mm. like the way that they relate to me. I don't like the way they act. And I don't have any tools. I'm just now awakening to the yeah Correct. to yeah. the awareness of oh this isn't good, mm-hmm. and they should be different because they're my parent and I need them to be somebody different because right. they're leading me and they should be teaching me a different way. Mm-hmm. As a child, I likely cannot change my parent, especially if I don't know 
what what it needs what needs to happen for them to change right for them to be healthy i can't make them healthy i can't make them be the parent that i need them to be Mm -hmm. (laughs) which this leads to a whole different conversation which i think we'll circle back but if i was a child in a family situation where i realized the parents were toxic i have some choices to make and we're not talking five-year-olds we're obviously talking probably like a teenager that has this level of awareness sure yep However, I could go outside of the family and yeah. I could find healthy parents mm-hmm. that could parent me in a very in in a lot of relational ways that I'm not receiving in my home. Right. And so, so they could teach me what it's like to be in a healthy parent child relationship. Build secure attachment mm-hmm. and joy and hesed and health, um, group identity. Mm-hmm. All those things. Healthy correction outside of. Outside of the family. Yes, outside of the home. And I could bring back my newfound identity and my transformed understanding of who I am and my new skills in relating to mm-hmm. people. And I could bring that back into my household and that will affect my parents. My parents yes. will pay attention. They'll Absolutely. realize, wow, something's, something's different, different here, but I still will not have the power to change my parent because I'm in the wrong role. Right. I'm still the child. Uh-huh. And it just doesn't set me into the right place to be able to transform. I'm, we're not in a mutually satisfying relationship, right. so it in doesn't point, quite right. work. Mm-hmm. Also, too, typically, let's say the parent's toxicity is narcissism. Mm-hmm. And again, paralleling this with the church, likely if I go outside of that household to go find help and to go work on my own health, right my own relational health or my own mental health. And I go seek out other people who are parallel in the community to my parents, whether they know them or not, that doesn't matter, but just parallel and role. Oftentimes uh, my parents quote unquote in the scenario would feel very, very threatened by that. Yes. Narcissists would never share me with someone else that now I become a threat. threat. Now I'm viewed in the family relationship as enemy mode. Right. Because you are no longer, um, under the quote unquote covering of whoever, because you've gone outside to Mm -hmm. get any type of counsel. Mm -hmm. And this is actually one of the things we didn't talk about in our last podcast. But if you are in a situation or in an organization, in a church Mm -hmm. where it's frowned upon to get outside counsel Mm -hmm. or outside um, anything advice, then there's a problem. Mm-hmm. You're most yeah, likely you're, you're most likely in a very in a narcissistic led body. Yes. If as a parent back to the natural as a as a real parent of real children, <coughs> not just scenario children, I should not feel threatened when other parents are sewing into my children in right. a healthy way and teaching them how to be relational and grow and mature and gain skills and all of that. That should not be a threat to me. Because if we're truly mature parents, we know we don't have all the answers. Right. We know we can't do it all. It, no. and it, it goes back to the, the, my, my question of, you know, the one or two families in the community or in the body or one or two families that are in leadership. Well, that's good. I know where you're going. Because one person, we just had this discussion, one, one family, one person cannot... Bring everything that the body needs to mature. Yes. So good. So good. And so you have to have a team of people, a family, a community, a community of people Uh that carry all the different gifts. They Mm -hmm. have different roles to um, bring the body into maturity, to bring the orphanage 
or the orphans into sonship, into daughtership Mm -hmm. to bring your kids into maturity. You you have to understand that I don't have all the answers. And so mature parents know that. Yes. And and the ideal when we were created is that that would all happen within our family unit. Mm -hmm. So you have parents, but those parents have parents. And so grandparents are sewing into the children and parents are sewing into the children and and aunts and uncles and and cousins and cousins and and older siblings. And, and there would be this entire mix of a family community where everyone brings them their full selves to the table and everyone wins. Mm -hmm. Whereas when even now, when we're talking about this scenario, we have reduced our family units and our church units down to one person or a parent role mm-hmm. with no other potential people to help lead and mature us that has a variety of skills that they bring to the table. Right. And we're isolated and alone, just like we've talked about pastors being isolated and alone mm-hmm. in that role. It's the it's identical. It's identical. We I- isolate. And we become alone as parents as well, even within our real families. So what happens when you have leadership that um, in this case, again, with Marcel, pretty much this is we, we didn't talk about this. I just had this thought. So you have a senior leader. You have a leader who has staff and he has an elder board and he has a board of trustees and they all have different roles. They all bring different things to the table, but they're um, the narcissism or the narcissistic tendencies has pervased in every area. Mm-hmm. And so like, you've got people out there that, that would say, you know, you could say, well, well, we do have this in our church or we do have this in an organization where we do have different people that bring different things to the table. But when it comes down to it, the, the MO, mm-hmm. the mode of operation is the same. Yes, we've all agreed on this particular box yes. or yeah. religious creed or whatever. And if you don't fit within it or don't operate in the way that we think you should, mm-hmm. then the relationship is is compromised or is at, at a threat. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a good point there it's very too. Interesting. That, yeah. That yeah, that we can just as easily idolize that or create a religion out of that mm-hmm. as we can the concept of one. Yeah, yeah. you've got a great point because, there. Because they're they they are one in their thought and in their mm-hmm. um mm. and how they see things. And so it's interesting mm-hmm. too because as we talked about in a previous podcast where the narcissist, and I think we're gonna get here in a moment, I may be jumping the gun on this, but how the their whole their thing is to win mm-hmm. is to is to win is to be to not feel any shame to not uh not feel special mm-hmm. <laughs> that seems so weird but but that's true i mean that's it like they they want to feel special they can't handle the fact if they don't feel special or they think they don't feel special or they think they're not special right well we were talking about the opposition and we used the scenario of of a child in a family who recognizes the toxicity of their parents. But let's even pull this into a work situation. And the question that we're asking in the Mars Hill conversation is, could people in the congregation Mm -hmm. rise up and change the culture of their church? If the narcissist leader is removed, is it possible for them to change the culture within themselves? Yeah. And, and or if their leader stays or if there's still sure. an elder board yeah. in place, like you were talking about where narcissism kind of has pervaded mm-hmm. the whole thing. It's similar to a work organization where can employees change the culture of a company? 
And the answer typically is no. no. You could get a whole entire group of employees together who want to do things a different way mm-hmm. and they can make waves. They yep. can uh, create hiccups in the in the old in the way yeah. and, and draw some attention to things. Mm-hmm. But the change won't happen until the leadership of that organization chooses into yes. that. Otherwise, especially if there's a narcissistic tendencies in the employee situation, you begin to create waves and you will be seen as in opposition to the leadership. Yes. Because of what you were just talking about, that whole need to win, the whole, it becomes me against you. I'm protecting myself against shame. So even in an organization like this, if I have a group of employees who's saying, hey, I think we should do it this way, and it's not in the way that I normally do it or I think is right, I will see that as opposition if I have narcissistic tendencies and they will become my enemy. Yeah. And and therefore in lies the problem. Well, and even in the in the in the um and the, the other point that I was I wanted to get to was you'll have this team of people that will also try to protect the vision of the narcissistic leader. Mm-hmm. And so like even there were some things are in Marcel even talked about in the in the podcast where um like someone said that you could see that they were trying to protect Mark, like they were trying to insulate him so he didn't mm-hmm. have to deal with certain things. Right. Um, so he so they were so they were protecting him. In the middle of his narcissism to keep him insulated so he could continue to do what he was doing right. because they believed in whatever the I, vision or whatever yeah. it was. But they were also so it's just interesting because like maybe they weren't, quote unquote, narcissists, but they had narcissistic tendencies because they were protect it. Well, it goes right back to what we've talked about before. Every single one of us is desperate for identity and belonging. Yes. Yep. And we will sell our souls for identity and belonging. Bottom line. So the leaders who were insulating Mark needed to continue to belong. That became the most important thing for them. And it is where they got their identity from. So if they were to stop protecting Mark in that scenario, it would immediately equal that. They they have no identity. They lost their identity. They would be seen in opposition Mm -hmm. and they would be seen as an enemy and therefore removed. And then they would lose their identity and they would lose their belonging, which the podcast talked a lot about these men who went from spending 15 years and raising their children in the church and their kids only knowing people within that community. And then suddenly they're removed and completely ostracized, completely isolated. Um, You go from being in to being out to being out. And and that it can be devastating. And it's not that they may not have consciously known that. Right. No. Although they may have. But but there's a good chance they didn't consciously know that that was what was going to happen. Although they had watched. Well, after you see it happen. Yeah. They had watched other people experience the same thing. So they knew either we protect. And in a lot of ways, I think they protected thinking oh, that yeah, absolutely that Mark was right or that they, Mark was was the good guy, quote unquote, or. And you hear them, they say that they, they go, I look back on it and, and wow, was I wrong? But I could not see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's. Yeah. But that goes back to that conversation of narcissistic leaders can stay in power when we ourselves are not healthy. Right. And so one point I want to make in the whole scenario Mm -hmm. of child parent that. Yeah. That. Go back to that. (laughs) Yeah. It just has to be said. Yeah. Because the scenario that we're using is child parent. Mm hmm. Unfortunately, that is the reality of the role that is in existence when we're in a narcissistic Mm, led church. That's good. We see ourselves as children 
and we see the pastor as the parent, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It's not a mutually satisfying relationship. I am here to receive, mm-hmm. and he is there to Give. meet my needs. Yes. I have needs. He's here to meet them. Yes. Which looks like identity and belonging, but it looks like a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that that's the role we're looking at. And so these scenarios that we're talking about is real in the scenario of the modern day church. However, mm. it was never the intention. Not the intention. You've been listening to the Table and Wall podcast. New episode stream every Tuesday. To begin your journey to relational health, go to tableandwellco.com forward slash community 101. Again, that's tableandwellco.com forward slash community 101.